We're going to go to Hebrews chapter 11. I know it's a lot of standing and sitting. When you come to a Pentecostal service, that's your workout for the day. So praise God. But um, it's so wonderful to see each and every one of you here. Brother Arnold, good to have you here again. And and uh, all of you, praise God. And well, Ken, well, Ken's just one of us. Hallelujah. He's He's been coming for a while. Hallelujah. And we appreciate Ken. He's just part of the family now. And uh, praise God and everybody else. Again, I could go down the line and, and thank everybody, but we won't do that. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. I am thankful I have been sick all week, uh, starting on Monday, and um, just some some uh, throat issues, some voice issues. Hadn't had a voice all week, and yesterday it seemed like God began to just heal me and give me strength. I'm still not 100%, but I thank Him for healing and giving me the strength to stand before you today to preach the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, when you have it, say amen. Amen. Everybody should say it because it's on the screen. So everybody's got it. Uh, First of all, uh, uh, yes, yes, let's read this. Now faith, everybody say faith, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Everybody say not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony or report, if you're reading in the King James Version, This is the New King James Version. Verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And we're going to continue on throughout this book a little ways, but I am going to pause there this morning, I just, I don't know, I feel such an anticipation, and God has just been stirring this word in my heart. I'd like to preach to you this morning on the manifestation of the invisible, the manifestation of the invisible. How about we pray and talk to the Lord and ask him to speak to us today. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God for the move of your spirit we've already felt and experienced so powerfully here. We thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do. We invite you, Lord, to speak to us, Lord God. Lord, make your word come alive in our hearts and our minds. Help me, Lord Jesus, to speak with faith. And Lord, let that faith stir in the hearts of your people, Lord God. Help me to say what you want me to say, nothing more and nothing less. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody shout amen. Amen. God bless you. Don't let your praise be invisible, but go ahead and get with me as I preach. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 11, this is what we call the faith chapter. And of course, it continues to give a, an example of faith time and time again in all these different verses in Hebrews 11. This is one of my favorite chapters of the entirety of the Bible. Uh, it is what we call the Hall of Faith. Hallelujah. Not the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith. It goes on throughout the history of the Old Testament detailing the way that these men and these women exercised faith 
and saw the hand of God in their lives. Hallelujah. But Hebrews chapter 1 or chapter 11 verse 1 through 3, it really sets the tone. It describes plainly what is taking place and what they're talking about throughout the the chapter. And he's referencing, of course, faith. Often we read into this only that one word. But but really today, even though I'm going to be talking about faith, I want to talk about faith in kind of a different way. You see, because chapter 11 isn't just about having faith for the visible. But in fact, the entire chapter is not just about the visible, but also the invisible. Hallelujah. As Christians, we must talk about the invisible, right? Hallelujah. You see, because the invisible is important. For some, I recognize they will never believe the invisible. They will never believe an invisible God. And then there are some which really are the the people I'd like to talk to today where you're not bothered by the invisible. You believe there is a God. You believe in this invisible kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. You believe in angels. You believe in demons. You believe there is another atmosphere out there that cannot be seen with the human eye. Am I talking to anybody who believe in the invisible? I, uh, I just last night, it occurred to me, it hit me, I'm working on 18 years of ministry now. Praise God. I know it doesn't look like it. I know I, know I look like I'm 18. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe I'm, I'm you know, a little too anxious there, but uh, I know it doesn't seem like I've been working on 18 years of ministry, and what I've seen, of course, are those who are atheistic in their viewpoint, who have a hard time believing in this invisible God. But then I've also seen another group that just as much as those who do not believe in the invisible, they are too comfortable in the invisible. Is this all right here today? See, I recognize that believing in invisible God, it can be rather easy. We recognize God is a spirit. 1 Timothy 1.17, it tells us, Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be the honor and glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. I still believe that. Hallelujah. Even if he's invisible, he deserves the honor and the glory. You see, but we buy into this comfortable viewpoint of an invisible God. Oh, it's getting quiet. It's easy to believe in the idea of God, but not the reality of God. Hallelujah. See, because what is invisible is easy because it never challenges our faith. Hallelujah. It never challenges our faith. You don't have to prove what is invisible because it's invisible. You don't have to prove in your own life what is invisible because it's invisible. 
And we grow comfortable with this idea that he is simply an invisible God. And yes, there are things going on that are in the invisible, but it never reaches into our atmosphere. And it never manifests itself into what God wants to do in our lives. Can I preach to you just for a moment? He's not just an invisible God, but my God desires to manifest himself in a visible way. Hallelujah. Can I preach Jesus for just a moment? Colossians 1.15. It tells us plainly who is the image of God. It's not a question. He is making a statement. Jesus is the physical image of an invisible God. God was not content only being an idea. He wanted to manifest himself and allow us to see that he does love us and he is real and he does work in our lives. He does perform miracles. Oh, come on now. Jesus is the manifestation of an invisible God. Here this morning, if you believe in Jesus, you also got to believe that he still manifests himself in the church today. Amen. When you look at the face of Jesus, you're looking in the face of God. Because God knew a visible world needed not just an invisible God, but a visible God, a visible Savior. And so he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on the visible God should not be perished but shall have eternal life. We cannot just believe in the invisible God. We got to believe in the visible. We got to believe that God rode himself in flesh and came in this earth and died on the cross for you and I. Hallelujah. He knew what he was doing. He became visible. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can we worship Jesus for a moment? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's why Jesus challenged the faith of the Jews. They were used to an invisible God that had no idol. Hey, we still believe in not worshiping idols. Amen. We believe in idolatry. Hallelujah. Praise God. We don't worship idols. Praise the Lord. So they didn't have an image. God didn't want there to be an image. He wanted to be the invisible God until the time was right. Why? Because all things are invisible until God says it's time. Hallelujah. And when the time was right, he overshadowed Mary and put a physical, not a spiritual, but a physical baby inside of Mary. When time was right, even when Jesus came off the cross, even when Jesus rose again three days later, he did not rise again as a spirit. He said, touch me, Thomas, and feel. Hallelujah. I am flesh and blood. I'm not just a spirit, an invisible being, but I have manifested myself in the visible. You can touch me. You can feel me. 
We're talking about the visible God here today. And can I tell you, God doesn't want to do an invisible work in your life. He wants to do a visible work in your life. He wants to manifest himself in a visible way. He wants to show himself strong in a visible way. He wants to show himself loving in a visible way. Because here's where Colossians ends, or continues rather. Who is, Jesus is, the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth. What does it say? Visible and invisible. It's all been placed in the hands of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus became the conduit between heaven and earth, between the invisible and the visible, between the spiritual and the carnal. Jesus became the source to tap in to the invisible realm. Oh, I wish somebody understood what I was saying here today. Jesus became the source to tap into that invisible atmosphere. Hallelujah, that we believe in. Hallelujah, that's why he said, if you ask anything in my name, it shall be done unto you. Why? Because the name of Jesus is the connection between this earth and the invisible. Jesus stands between the visible and the invisible. Hallelujah. Bridge between two worlds. And if you want the invisible, you got to call on the name of Jesus. Somebody call on that name here today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The name of Jesus is powerful. If you want the manifestation of the invisible, that's the source code. That's the password. It's the name of Jesus. For there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. And faith in that name. The hall of faith. These men and women, they weren't there because they believed in an invisible God, but because they believed that the invisible is able to manifest itself into the visible. Can I challenge you here this morning that if we are to obey the voice of God, if we are to live lives as Christians, we cannot be comfortable only believing in the invisible, but that the invisible manifests itself as the visible. 
If we go back to our scripture text, Hebrews 11 and 2, it tells us it is by this faith, the faith uh, that the invisible that can become the visible, that the elders obtained a good testimony. He also says in verse 3, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Can I kind of blow your mind for a moment here today? Hallelujah, that the invisible absolutely can become the visible. Come on, that healing you've been praying for, you believed it in the invisible, but I'm here to preach to you. God's about to take it from the invisible to the visible. Hallelujah. And we're not just going to believe in healing signs and wonders in theory, but we're going to believe in it in practice. Oh, I feel like jumping out of my skin. Why is that? Because the invisible God, God knows how to take the invisible and make it visible. What is the proof of that? Everybody stomp your feet. There's the proof right there. Because God took the invisible, a bunch of nothing, and he just simply spoke. And a bunch of nothing became a bunch of something. The abstract became matter. How do I know that the invisible can become visible? Because this right here was not here before, but God spoke and it became a world for us to live in. Oh, that's right. Why don't you go ahead and dance on that world, the visible world. Go ahead and shout. Go ahead and jump. Genesis 1 and 2, I just want you to see it. I just want you to see it. Genesis 1 and 2, the earth was without form, void, meaning nothing, nothingness. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. The deep, we see it as matter. The deep really means openness. It was just dark. It was open. There was nothing. Oh, but then the Spirit of God began to move. (laughs) Oh, come on, when the Spirit of God begins to move on nothing, it's got the potential to become something. When the Spirit of God begins to move, you better hold on because God's not done working yet. Even when it seems void and dark without form, when the Spirit of God begins to move. And look at this. Next verse, verse 3. God said. God said. That's all it needs. We don't need to read any further. God said. I I felt it in prayer. I felt God tell me in my spirit. He said, I'm going to speak some things into people's lives today. 
Hallelujah. I thought God say, I'm going to speak into the darkness, uh, into the nothingness. Uh, and this church better get ready uh, because the invisible is about to be manifested uh, into the visible. If you believe that, would you clap your hands uh, and worship the Lord? And see, we've got to have this faith. You can be seated. We got to have this faith. We can't just believe in the existence of God. We cannot please God with only a belief in the existence of God. We've got to believe that He is not just willing, but He is able. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 and 6, again, Hebrews 11, it tells us without faith, it is impossible to please him. Then it has that colon, meaning I'm going to describe faith to you. He that believes, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, he exists. He is invisible, but he is. Again, That's where a lot of people come to their faith and they stop right there. I believe in the invisible God. I believe he is. But he says, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I can't simply believe in the existence of God, but I also have to believe in the healing of God and the power of God and the miracle working power. I got to believe in signs and wonders. I got to believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I got to believe in the fruit of the Spirit. Oh, praise God. Because believing God is real isn't enough. We got to believe that God can manifest the invisible into the visible. Can I tell you, I believe here today we need an invasion of the invisible. Like Brother Wilford was talking about, what we need is not more visible war. It's not even more visible peace. We need the invisible God in our world today to begin to work, to begin to take what is in the kingdom and bringing it here on the earth. We need a move of God like we've never seen before. We need God to reward those who diligently seek him. Oh, praise God. But this requires us to exercise faith in the invisible becoming visible. And all throughout Hebrews 11, it explains, it shows us this faith. Noah, by faith, being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Hebrews 11 and 7. I, I read that and I, I felt the stirring of the Holy Ghost in my heart. He was warned of God of things not seen as yet. You see, 
God warned him rain was coming. And I know this is hard for us to understand or imagine, but at this point in time, rain had never fallen on the earth. Can you imagine? Noah, little droplets of water is going to fall from the sky and it's going to cover the earth and cause a flood. Okay, God. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, praise the Lord. But that's reverse, right? Because didn't Jesus tell us, blessed are those who don't need a sign, but believe anyhow? We cannot wait until the invisible becomes visible before we start believing. No, but if we have faith and we trust in the word of God, then we can see the invisible become the visible. But first we believe. Everybody shout, first believe. Hallelujah. First believe and then you will see. First believe, and then you will see. Being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Oh, I feel like God has put in your heart a word of the Lord, and you struggled with it because you have not seen it yet. These songs, my my wife picked out the songs. She had no idea what I was preaching on today. Hallelujah. But I felt in my spirit, God saying, I've given some promises out that people have been holding on to, but their faith is starting to dwindle because they've not seen it as yet. God, but I've never seen you do it that way. God, I've never seen what you're describing. I got to build a boat in a desert by faith that something I've never seen before is going to come. You better believe it. (laughs) Why? Because God said it. And if God said it, it is going to happen. If God said it, if you've not seen it yet, oh, you just build your boat in the middle of the desert and you believe that God is going to make it happen. Would you clap your hands to the Lord? We need this attitude. It's not been seen yet. I tell you, there's miracles in this church that have not been seen yet. Oh, there are souls that have completely sold out to Jesus who have not been sold out yet. (laughs) The Holy Ghost has been poured out. The Holy Ghost is going to be poured out, but we've not seen it yet. Oh, praise God. My family is going to come to church, but I've not seen it yet. Jesus. These views are going to be filled. These chairs are going to be filled. But we've not seen it yet. Oh, we're getting close. But we've not seen it yet. Oh, praise God. Is it all right? I feel like I'm about to explode over here. Hallelujah. I'm not seeing it yet. Oh, but I know it's coming. Why? Because everything is invisible until it isn't. 
And if God gave you an invisible word, hold on to that. Because it was an invisible word that formed this right here. It was the invisible word that formed Jesus in the womb. He became the manifestation of the word. That invisible word, though not seen yet, it is invisible until God makes it visible. And you can hold on that God will make it visible in his timing. Hallelujah. Says, all right, can I preach just a couple more minutes? I'm almost done. Abraham, Hebrews 11, verse 8. By, Abraham, by faith, Abraham, when he was called by an invisible God, not seeing God, only hearing a voice telling him to move and to leave. Hallelujah. Some of us are waiting until we see before we'll take that step and say, God, I trust in you. God, I believe in you. God, I'll live my life for you. Abraham, he's installed in the hall of faith because he moved, not because he saw, but because he heard. We've got to move, even if we don't see, but we hear the word. We've read the word. By faith, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, he obeyed. He went out, not knowing whether he went. <laughs> he had no idea where he was going. He just stepped out in faith. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Why? Because he looked for an invisible city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. There's some people in this place, we've spent all of our lives searching for that invisible city. Can I tell you that it is being manifested here unlike ever before. Every time you feel the Spirit of God, every time you hear somebody speak in tongues, every time you see miracles or signs and wonders, every time somebody's life is changed, that's the manifestation of an invisible city and a kingdom of God being made visible. Moses, staring down Pharaoh, the physical enemy of the Israelites. But look at this. Hebrews eleven twenty seven. by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Why? Even though it was a visible enemy, he endured because he saw him that is Invisible. Oh, praise God. <laughs> he ignored a visible enemy because he trusted in the one who is invisible. And you know what happened? The invisible God performed visible miracles and delivered the Israelites. And oh, come on. <laughs> 
Oh, praise God. I know you've got real problems. I know you've got sicknesses. I know the doctors are giving you a bad news. I know your finances are hurting. I know you've got fear what's going on in the world. There's a lot that we're seeing. Hear me, brothers and sisters. Don't fear the visible, but trust in the invisible God. Because if you can trust in the invisible God, God will perform miracles. God will make a way. Let's worship him for a moment. We can stand. Oh, something's here right now. I believe God is wanting to manifest the invisible right now. Brothers and sisters, what I'm telling you here today, it may seem crazy, but we're seeing it. We're seeing healing, signs and wonders, lives changed. The Bible tells us that the mark of a believer is the manifestation of the invisible. In fact, it doesn't just say that it's a mark, but rather it says that where a believer is, the manifestation is going to follow. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Mark 16 and 17, if you could throw that up. Mark 16 and 17. I believe it starts at verse 16. We're going to skip over that. Mark 16 and 17. If you have your Bibles, then go ahead and grab it and read this for yourself. Here it is. And these signs, everybody say sign, shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. Why? Because the name is the connection to the invisible. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are the signs of 
of the invisible becoming visible. And who's doing it? All who believe in the invisible is able to see the signs. I feel like this is it. This is what God wants for us. Hallelujah. God is saying, I want to bring signs and wonders in this church. And I'm not going to use the pastor. I'm going to use the ones who believe. Now, I believe too. But he says, you don't need to be the pastor. You just got to believe. You got to believe in the invisible. And you got to believe that the invisible can become visible if we call on the name of Jesus. Anybody ready to exercise that faith? Hallelujah. I want to call everybody down to this altar. If you've got a special need, you need a healing. You need God to perform a miracle in your life. you got a financial need. Hallelujah. Maybe you just want to pray for your loved one. Hallelujah. Would you come down and come to this altar? And I want to encourage people in this place. If you didn't come down for you, come down for them. Lay your hands on somebody and pray with them and believe that the invisible will become visible in this Come on, call on the invisible. Call on the invisible. Call on the invisible. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let it be, Lord. Let it be, Lord. Hallelujah.